Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Sam. It's been six full months since we began our journey around the world. We started out on a $10,000 budget. How is it working? Mm, <laughs> not great. <laughs> Me, for one, have run almost run out of uh, the $10,000 of the original budget. So I think I probably have about a grand left. And we've got six more months to go. I don't think I've spent $9,000 on this trip, but I've definitely spent more than the original plan. Yeah. So we're not going to make the $10,000 budget. I still think we can do it for about $15,000 if we really try, but Europe's going to be a pain. It's going to be really expensive. Well, we've been, we've been pretty good with accommodation this year, as far as couch surfing. So great. Couch surfing has really been a, a, a backbone of this trip because we've met so many cool people through couch surfing. It saves us loads of money, not only because we're getting free accommodation from the people who are opening up their home, but they also say, oh, you're about to go do this? Oh, that's kind of bad because you're going to spend a lot of money doing this, so you better do it this way and this way. Like Roro, for example, our first couch surfer, he was like, oh, you're going to go all the way down to Patagonia? Well, the way you're doing it, you're spending about three times more than you would unless you did it this way, this way, this way. Yeah. We, ended, we ended up seeing a lot more things that we wouldn't have seen and we saved a lot of money. Yeah. So couch surfing is a great way to travel. Yeah, so after the six months, lots of hat has happened. We've got uh, lots of highlights on the trip. What kind of highlights, highlights do we have? Favorite moments? Oh, we could go all the way back to Guatemala where we found bed bugs in our hotel. Yes. Finding was... bed bugs in my bed was definitely a highlight of this <laughs> trip. Climbing a volcano in Guatemala, climbing down a waterfall in Torres del Paine, what? We didn't climb down a waterfall in Torres del Paine. What is that place called? Simuc Champe in Guatemala. <laughs> Torres del Paine is in South America. Done too many awesome things. It's all blurring together. <laughs> it's like a big ball of awesome. <laughs> well, Simuc Champe, that was one of my favorite video podcasts. And uh, we had lots of good friends on that one, including Becky, who was afraid to uh, get on the truck with us because she yes. had a bad experience with a truck rolling over and killing somebody. And she was in it too. And then. Ours broke down as we were going up a hill and it made some really scary noises. And actually in the video you can see when as soon as we get off the video kind of goes um, past her and you can see her face. She's just like absolutely horrified at what just happened to the truck. Quite funny. Yeah. People being terrified is hilarious. <laughs> when we did the huge Torres del Paine trek in Chile and Patagonia, we met Sarah and Robbie. A lot of the Torres del Paine footage is of just us just like freezing in a sleeping bag and wishing that we'd be back home. What about when y'all have to stay out in the rain and the cold, your feet gets cold and things yeah. like that, and you're gonna say, boy, I wish I was home. I was at Meemaw's house. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the trek, my feet did something crazy. Um, they had, they started peeling like gross, and it was really nasty. After Torres del Paine, it was the first time that we separated and went separate ways for a while. <laughs> Got rid of them. <laughs> yeah, but we did meet back up in Buenos Aires, and uh, the first thing that William did was got in a fight. A big fight. A big pillow fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Skydiving in New Zealand was definitely a highlight. Skydiving. That was a highlight of the trip and my life.
Tungaroa Crossing. That was my favorite video podcast ever, was climbing Mount Doom. Mount Nguruho Summit, three hours return. Not if you get lost. It took us four and a half hours. We're beaten up, we're bloody, our pants are torn. Sam's shoes are falling apart. But we climbed to the top. It taught us the lesson that doing stupid things makes for really good vidcast. Yeah, it does, it does. Oh yeah, and Fraser Island, going and swimming in Lake McKenzie and slapping flies. It was really enjoyable for me as well because I actually sold my big Jeep in order to go on this trip. And so to get to drive around in a 4x4 for a couple of days was really exciting. Oh, last highlight of the trip, swimming in a huge lake of tea. We are at a lake in Lennox Head, Australia, which is very unique because it is completely surrounded by tea trees. And the tea trees have roots that go way under the ground underneath the water and they actually dye the lake red as if it were a lake full of tea. Yeah, uh, well, quickly some low moments of the trip. I guess the first one was you getting sick. Yeah, I got food poisoning or something in Guatemala. There was some hostel right before we went to Fraser Island and the door had a warning sign that says, keep this locked, there's burglars that come into this at the night, during the night. It is extremely hot in this hostel and so in order to alleviate the heat, with no air conditioning. We open this tier door, like so. As you can see, there is a another door that is locked, like that. But last night, as I was sleeping, with this door open, that this door closed and locked, I heard this noise. And I turned around and there was two figures standing at this door and I was like, hey, what are you doing? And then I just took off running. So there was like two, two young, stupid kids who were trying to get in here and, and steal our stuff. I would have taken them out and then called the police, which I don't even know the number to. I would have called 911 and gotten like some sex line or something. What is the police number here? The next morning we actually heard that they got into someone else's room and stole some stuff. That's probably the scariest moment on the trip so far though. Traveling is not dangerous. We started out like thinking that it would be all dangerous and we were gonna like hype up the danger on the vidcast and like look how dangerous this yeah. is. But, like, we can't even we can't even act like it's dangerous. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why so many people in the states thinks it's dangerous. I thought it was too, so I started traveling. Go traveling. It's safe. It is safe. And finally, one of the lowest podcasts we published. It's probably Day at the Beach. No one appreciated Day at the Beach. No. When we posted Day at the Beach, some people just didn't know how to accept it. They were just like, "This is malarkey and not not adventure." It was just us being goofy like we usually yeah. are with our friends. It's really some of our best times have been just hanging out with the people we've met and doing not really exciting things, just having a good time. I really wish we could have put a lot more footage into our video podcast. It's just sometimes we have to cut them, especially with the mini-sodes, you have to cut a lot of footage out. But even back in the mini in, in the episodes, we had, like for example in Guatemala, there was we had this all this footage of Ruben, who's Mark and Andrea's kid, he's so adorable. Okay. Three. He goes after the race. He goes <laughs> up to William, and he attacks him. Yeah, he just walks straight up to me, holding a rock. And as soon as he gets like three feet away, he just throws it at my face. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, I get a little cabin fever and decide to just go exploring somewhere. 
Yeah, you, you don't always go into places that are necessarily public areas, right? Yeah, I snuck through some farms in Chile to get to a mountain that I wanted to climb. And we figured out how to do a proper Tim Tam Slam when we got to Australia. Now, we introduced this on the video podcast uh, several minisodes ago when William was doing it with cold milk. Apparently, doing Tim Tam Slams with cold milk is not technically a Tim Tam Slam. Uh, so here's how you do it. You just bite one corner. And then just the corner, just a little bit. What are you doing? What's this going on? You know what? Put, put that down and start again. You can have that one later. Just oh, very good. You're doing well for beginners. All right. So then all you do is you just put this end into your hot drink, and you're gonna suck your hot drink through this part here. So it's just a just like a straw. Okay. So here we go. And then. Whoa. It's all soft in the mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you gotta you gotta suck it until fluid comes through it and then just mm. Mm. Wow. <laughs> That's good. Do that again. Yeah, I'm the one you ruined. <laughs> See Americans we can do it. You guys can handle the big cut. <laughs> I can handle the big corner. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Do it for America, man. <laughs> the American dream. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> How's the underwear holding up? Pretty good. We still both only own two pairs of underwear. The same two pairs of underwear as we began with. We wash them every few days. Yeah. Some, sometimes a little longer than every few days. I think these have, I've had on for about a week, and I mean, they don't really smell. I mean, ex officio, they're not sponsoring us, so, but hey, I'll sponsor them. They're awesome, ex officio underwear. When, when I get home, I'm just gonna give away all my old underwear and buy a bunch of ex officio. <laughs> so if you want some free underwear, <laughs> just email me, <laughs> I'll hook you up. <laughs>